There is something that's called La Fofole. Supposedly, these are children that died through some horrific accident to where they're demon-like children, and they appear in the shape of lights that try to get you to follow them so you'll be lost forever in the swamps. Yeah, when you hear, like, scraping claws underneath the bed and it moves and... Uh... You can, I was so terrified, dude. I pulled the blanket over my head. I could hear whatever it was breathing outside the sheet. When I was a little bit after there, we got into a car accident, hit a moose. My mom ended up under the steering wheel of the car. She had a big hand-shaped bruise on her shoulder. It was like somebody pushed her underneath the steering wheel. My mom should have gotten decapitated. The weird part was we hit a moose and we had a moose hanging from the rear view mirror. The only other thing that I could think of would be a bear, but there's no bears in that area either. It's just not the right habitat for them. And when you see that a bear, a bear's gonna move. It's gonna take off for the most part. And this thing just shot and did nothing. This material world that you're told is bound by science and everything else, obviously, obviously science and physics are very important. There is so much more out there that is left to study, that is left to learn about. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Investigation Cryptoparology. Sit back, get relaxed, and crack open your favorite cold beverage as we dive deep into the abyss of what we were told couldn't possibly exist. Folks, check out Polky's Acrylic Art LLC out of Shriver, Louisiana. Mr. Polky is an interpretationist painter, meaning whatever you would want him to paint, it would be done per his interpretation of the piece. His work speaks for itself, and you can see examples of his work on our website at www.investigation-cryptoparaology.com Just tap or click on the Sponsors tab. If you would like to get in touch with Mr. Polky, you may do so by either emailing him at tpolky at yahoo.com That's T-P-O-L-K-E-Y at yahoo.com or by call or text at 1-985-227-3037 And if no one answers, just leave a voicemail or send a text. Prices depend on size and depth of piece. Tonight, we welcome Scotty Thompson, a tattoo artist from here in Idaho, who has some encounters and experiences that he would like to share with us. Scotty? How you doing? So, what do you have to tell us? Uh, mine probably uh, pertain more to the uh, realm of uh, psychedelics. Before, we were kind of talking about uh, Bigfoot and aliens and... Um, you know, uh, things like things the brain might do as a protection to protect it from the actual truth, be it horrific. Uh, you see this a lot with people in, you know, uh, PTSD situations. But mine's more in the uh, realm of maybe uh, discovery through psychedelics more than anything. Because there's a whole there's a whole underlying world that's working that I don't think a lot of people are aware of or comprehend. I mean, there, there are people... Uh, smarter people than me that I think that have pointed this out. Keep in mind that, too, that this is just my interpretation and speculation of it. And I understand that uh, the thing I'm trying to describe gives everybody uh, the abilities to interpret their own reality, if that may, 
if that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, there, so, so Steve, Stephen Hawking, I think had it pretty close to right. And I don't know if you've heard, uh, as of late, but there are, there are his, his big loophole in, um, and of course I'm talking about string theory, uh, was the fact that they couldn't, they could explain basically everything with uh, Stephen Hawking's string theory, except for gravity, uh, the gravitrons and things like that. And they, uh, some scientists put a spinner on it, some spinners on these, uh, 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 these strings uh, that basically is, th th these strings make up the fabric of reality. And there's like uh, basically an open-ended string and a closed-ended string. That's about as simple as it gets. And they're basically, comprise the yeses and nos or, uh, you know, blacks and whites or, or uh, Coke and Pepsi, T take your pick. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of speaking into the dualities of things and uh, come to find out that religion is both a complete lie as well as the most utter, maybe even more true than the truth itself. So it's like both in the same, just as much as black and white. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I grew up Mormon, so uh, trying to untangle the hypocrisies as as well as the uh, mysteries, you know, just have faith never really kind of cut it for me. So up until recently, you got to you got like I got to see it to believe it. Uh, recently, minds changed a lot. Uh, what you see isn't always necessarily there you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, man, I've, uh, I've definitely, uh, I've definitely gone down as far as I think anyone can go, uh, as far as the, as far as, as far as psychedelics are concerned. And I'm talking, uh, anything from, uh, DMT to LSD to, uh, even ketamine, which is a really slick one, by the way, most people don't really pay that one much mind, but, the psychedelic properties that that one holds is, is uh, quite a bit different. And a lot, it, this one's being used. I think there's several clinics that spread throughout, well, all the United States, but even in Idaho Falls, there's a handful of them, these uh, ketamine cl clinics um, that, that basically uh, defeat depression, uh, cure PTSD, uh, things like that, which is, by the way, that I, I experimented with psychedelics being a, you know, a punk kid using it as a party drug before never really used it as a self-discovery or spiritual drug, uh, up until recently when I, uh, discovered a purpose and a need to, uh, apply it to a life situation, which is of course, uh, PTSD, not mine. Although I did discover later down the road that I also had some, I think everybody does have some form of it on some level. Yeah. Um, but I was completely unaware of mine, like on, on to the extremities of the levels that they were actually at. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and keep in mind too, that, that even that post uh, post-traumatic stress is such a wide and open topic spanning from, you know, a wide variety of different things, but they all pertain typically to something that's hard for someone to handle. So exactly. that could be any, anything, sexual abuse, uh, violence, um, war. That's a big one for a lot of people. I mean, I, you know, VA has got a whole long list of people to treat for that. So it's, 
you know, uh, I think it basically stems from horrific stuff. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, big fan of Jordan Peterson. I think Jordan Peterson has he, he, I don't know if you watch any of uh, his his lectures and talks or read any of his books, but he's a very smart uh, Canadian man who uh, seems to have life quite figured out in this regard. Um, but you know, he's also found his way back to to spirituality, as have I. Um, he's I think kind of. Uh, you know, he, he finds the Bible very profound in ways that uh, he's like, man, it's more real than real. Um, you know, when you so, so he's like back back when society forms itself in, in the very beginning, you know. Um, yeah, it really is just kind of a thoughts become things. And I think that uh, I think like I, I guess the maybe I could get maybe I can get to the the uh, bottom line and then we can kind of full circle it. But basically, I uh, come to understand that, um, and, and honestly, not a new idea. But I mean, it you know, God is like everyone and everything. You know what I mean? I don't look at it as a man, but like a gray bearded man with a uh, you know stone tablets with ten rules of life to live by. I don't think it's that. I think that we've uh, lived by that for a long time when the uh, narrative was necessary, but we're starting to discover new things where it's kind of killing Christianity. Not the first time that a religious system has been corrupted to the point of non-belief. Uh, but yeah, I think we're coming to that with Christianity pretty rapidly, actually. It's, you know, with the uh, introduction of, of AI and uh, uh, other things like this, I mean, we're kind of in a Bora Bora situation where we're, we're, we're catching up to the tell here, I think completing the grand cycle and starting a new, uh, you know, I think, I think we all know it like pandemic, Russia, we got some problems going on, like problems that the world has never seen before. Yeah, definitely. Think, yeah. So I think that, I think that, I think humanity as we know it is doomed. I don't think humanity is doomed. I think when we reach the end of consciousness, only more unfolds. like, so, um, yeah, man, I've gone, I've gone dimension hopping. Let's, let's go there. So maybe like, maybe keep the focus on dimension, like dimensionally, like being scattered. Um, I think Stephen Hawking string theory basically explains that if you can think of it as something that unfolds, then it does. Everything does. There's an infinite amount, like we're basically all math here, you know, uh, Math is the universal language. I think people understand that at least that much, which means that when you grab a hold of the full understanding of that, which is, I think, collective consciousness, which I think we're on the horizon of, um, have been since the, since the birth of the internet. But AI is a whole new game. It's a whole new perspective. This is a, this is a supercomputer that can collect everybody's thoughts and general ideas. And, and, you know, I mean, quantum physicists can already calculate people's interactions pretty well just based on habitual uh, exchanges with people um, you know patterns things things repeat <clears throat> itself so based on variables and, and situations down to the weather down to whatever down to the down to the you know solstice that you're in and, and the time of day and the position on the, the, the planet you are 
I mean, all these things factor into some big universal code that I think is all attached to the idea that people are naming God. And, uh, and I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, God is the all seeing eye and also the, the know nothing. You know what I mean? Um, does that, does that make sense? Like the know nothing and know everything. How can you possibly know everything and know nothing all at one time? Well, I, I think that that's kind of where everything started. You got, you've got, uh, you know, you've got your babble, you know, you got, you got people speculating, um, uh, theorizing. Um, then you got your other people who are realists and it is a, you know, I, I believe what I can see and touch and feel with my senses. So there's like, you know, obviously there's more, Beyond that, there's things that need to be explained that the, the realist can't, you know, like the, the realist comes to roadblocks all the time. And that's the unfortunate part about being a realist. You're never, ever, it may serve you well in the moment, but in the grand scope of life, I don't think it does so well because you're not asking important questions, um, really important questions like who am I and why am I here? Um, if you're a realist, then it, it seems like a realist is just going to be like some things just are. Uh, which is, you know, a religious way of saying, just have faith, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think people are scared to, to go and push the boundaries. And I think that fear comes from death. I think that, uh, I think that when you don't fear death anymore, and uh, when you start to beg for it, then, you, then, you're, then you're putting yourself into a different mathematical scheme altogether. Yeah, that makes total sense. So you you mentioned about dimension hopping, yeah, yeah. So what did you experience in each in, in uh, each one that you were able to hop into? So so and, and and keep in mind psychedelics. You know you you can't really do them every night because they're not going to have that effect, uh, the same effect. You deplete your serotonin and dopamine, and you, you know you're going to find uh, some recovery before you can go on an adventure again. And believe me. It wasn't so much about the adventure as much as uh, self-discovery and trying to heal and repair the things that were wrong in life. You know, um, when you have a purpose or a meaning to live anymore, and then you get into that headspace, you get into a fight and flight situation, which you come to find out you've been in your whole life. I think everybody is, you know, it, that's just kind of the common denominator of existence is to fight, flight, you know, whatever. Like, even if it's like getting up and brushing your teeth doesn't seem like a fight. It is, it is for some more than others, but it's a fight. It, you know, everything is. And, uh, you know, pretty painful world, but that's how we know our pleasures, right? No pros? Yeah, just a little bit there. It's all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, dimension hopping, man. And keep in mind, too, a lot of people talk about these uh, psychedelic adventures individually. You know, this happened and that happened. And, man, you know, a lot of people are still saying uh, pink elephants and stuff, man. I don't, I don't know about any of that. But I do know that it uh, tends to – I can only describe what it feels like rather than what it actually is. And I don't think anybody knows how to speak in a language – 
that currently exist to describe this kind of thing because it's not, you know, you start to journey into these things where people just can't describe things, but I'll do the best I can. Um, it's not any one experience. It's a collective putting the pieces together from several. I think when a lot of people come back from psychedelics, they, it's normally such a ride that people are like, Oh yeah. Wow. I'm good for a while. Like the, yay, we're all one and the universe is uh, all connected and, you know, and then you forget quick, real fast, like real fast. Uh, this programming is one giant design to make you forget real fast. And what are you forgetting? You're forgetting that you are God. You're forgetting that you are so much more than you ever realized. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't want it to be misconstrued in a way that's like, oh, okay, so you found spirituality, you think you're God. Uh, God knows we don't need another like fallow situation. This isn't that. <clears throat> um, you know, I don't, I don't have, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't find a labeling people system. Uh, <laughs> uh, effective. In, fa in fact, quite the opposite is true. And I want that to be very, clear is that I feel that God is in everyone and everything. So um, like this, this, this table here is, is every bit as God as I am. And, and this, this, that I'm turning into smoke, all of it, all of it. It's all connected to the all knowing and the all know nothing. Uh, I think that we come from nothing. So does that mean atheists are right? Absolutely. Does that mean Christians are wrong? Absolutely not. No, they're right. They're all right. <laughs> Everybody's right. Everybody wins. I think in the end, everybody wins. I think that when you, I think that when you die, you go to exactly where you think you're going to end up. You know, uh, I'm quite certain uh, this motorcycle accident I was recently involved in me versus a uh, recycling truck walked away with a scratch, made a wall. right in front of me you know uh i'm pretty fast too i don't think people walk away from that with a scratch i really don't i think that i did because that's how i unfold my universe you know does that make sense like now in one 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 spiel of reality my family's crying tears very sad and i go six feet into the ground now for some of the people on that journey that needs to happen for who they need to become so there are versions of my children out there that deal with the death of their father due to a motorcycle accident. And they got to process that. They got to wrap their head around that and heal from that. And they become something that's very important in someone else's life for that reason. And they become an absolute monster and terrorist in someone else's life because of it. Probably their mom. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, if you can think it, I feel that it unfolds. I feel that everything unfolds continuously and time is something that we'll sit here and count and and put a label on just like we do so many things so many things you know how god would say i go by many names uh, satan might say the same and they'd both be right because they do go by every name every name if it's labeled there's both of it is both i think every human can if you're going to be honest 
you have to be acknowledging the fact that there is some Satan inside of you. But also understand that Satan's not a man with a pointy black beard with horns either. Uh, nope. Of course, we're just, again, naming and labeling <clears throat> energies and then attaching stories to them that make it something that the human brain can wrap its head around. You know what I mean? It, it's, uh, so, so yeah, so what you're saying as far as Elvis stepping out of a UFO, fucking right, buddy. Yeah, that's going to happen for a lot of people. Um, sorry, I don't know if you can swear on this uh, show or smoke. You, but I'm can say, <clears throat> you, can, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say because <laughs> Anchor uh, has, Anchor has two buttons when I go to upload, clean or explicit. <laughs> Let's make this one explicit because I don't like I don't like to I don't like to watch my mouth. More censorship. So I would rather you speak your mind and talk how you would normally talk than to watch your words because that's not being genuine. That's good, man. That I think that's the only way I know how to talk anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean for real though. Um I don't look at anything like it's good or evil. I don't look at anything like it's above or lesser. Like, man, believe me, poor people. They're, they're, you know, I, I find I find some of the greatest gifts from the poorest people. You know, gifts don't always come in the way of possession. You know, I'd much rather leave with a piece of mind than a piece of material any day. I'll tell you right now. But uh, but yeah, man, dimensionally going through all this, I'm I'm like, and and there was a guy. There's another guy too. I don't know if you've heard of Gaia, but where you're kind of surrounding these topics. If you don't have Gaia, you should get Gaia. It's a it's an Amazon Prime add-on that covers mm. basically things pertaining to this kind of thing. But there's a guy on there above all the things I've seen on there, and I have seen some real shiny pieces of gold through Gaia. There is a just a whole network of brilliant people talking about fascinating mysteries of the universe. But there's one, there's one guy who happens to remember past lives as an Atlantean. And just as I'm about to change the channel, because, right, buddy, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. You, you in a past life, okay. In, oh, many past lives. So you're a female in one, a male in another. You're, you're, you're this, you're that. Um, man, I, I had no idea what this guy was talking about, but he explained dimensions perfectly. He, he explained archangels. He explained just basically like sacred geometry, the mathematics in, 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 in an essence of, of the way that it was all put together. So at some point during season one, and there's, I think, three now, and this is called Ascension, I believe. I believe it's called Ascension. It, it, his name is Stefano, or I think his last name is Stefano. I'll look it up. I'll look it up and, and pass that information on to you because he's a... Uh, He's an interesting watch, but he, um, yeah, at, at a very young age, he thought everybody remembered past lives. It wasn't until he was like nine or 10 that he realized that he had a special gift. Um, and this guy knows everything about everything. The pyramids, the, the, the aliens that basically were here before us, um, and, and also kind of he explains time. See, he also explains this uh, space exploration thing. He's like, people keep looking outward to find answers. And 
and he, and he's like, you, you can't, you can't keep looking out. You have to look in, like you have to look inward. You have to look inside because that's where it's at. Like, uh, you know, looking outside of the, the earth, that's not something that, uh, uh, they really, you know, he's like, there's a vast of nothingness out there with a bunch of balls of gas that are comprised of this and that. We got JWST, we got JWST out in space finally after 10 long, hard years and six or 10, almost $10 billion later. We got this gold space telescope that looks like a pile of honeycomb looking into the past, looking to the edges of the universe, you know, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm starting to think that we're like, this is everything, you know, um, obviously there's more beyond, but what is it? I think it's just more of this, but in different versions. So there's like lots of views out there that unfolded lots of different ways, you know? So yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, I don't, another thing too, I'd like to touch on maybe the thing that sparked the whole thing was trying to save my wife from her PTSD. That was very haunting to her. Um, I didn't, she, she does so bad with alcohol, like, you know, uh, so bad, like it's a big trigger for her PTSD and she'll have full blown episodes where, you know, she'll be recreating those past situations where I become her abuser, where I become like the, the villain. And, and, you know, obviously when you love somebody, you're going to try and fix that. If anything, that, so I was real turned down to any other drug experimentation because I just based on alcohol alone was like, probably not a great idea for me. And she's like, well, I've always uh, wanted to try LSD because that, you know, I've, I've heard that it cures PTSD talking to a few other friends. They're like, yeah, I look it up and start doing extensive research. And then, uh, you know, seems how I run with the wrong crowd anyway, not a real hard fucking drug to find. <clears throat> so, um, so we started going down that pathway and we, we started really discovering fascinating and beautiful, uh, things about ourselves, the universe, the way it all connects and, uh, uh, plays together. But man, at some point there, some point during this, uh, span and, and honestly, this would come and go in a year, by the way, haven't, haven't been playing with like when you find your answers, you don't really desire to continue, you know? At that point, right. it becomes a party drug. And I'm like, over the party scene, man. I'm not fucking party anymore. This is like family central over here. So we're just trying to do the family thing now. And trying to have a healthy home is fucking hard these days. So right. that's that was the motivation, was to, <clears throat> was to find, uh, honestly, at that point, any fucking thing. Any fucking thing. Any glimpse of hope. Because it's an uphill battle. And it's a doggy dog world out there. And yeah, people really, uh, not everyone, but a lot of people just don't give a shit. Man. They're, they're looking out for numero uno. And I think a lot of people have that attitude now because you have to. And I don't blame them for it. I actually understand it completely. I, I, I sympathize and empathize with it. I, I was also there on that path that just, dude, you know, I, I just fucking hated what I was looking at in the mirror every morning. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know if I want to continue. Basically, because 
I've been through relationships before, but this one was way different and I didn't want to lose this one. And if, if, if I had to lose this one due to anything, um, where I was at at that point was like, I don't want to live on, you know, and it was looking pretty grim. So lots of self-discovery, uh, somewhere down the psychedelic highway, we found each other. Like there, I think there was an old saying and I'll get to that later, but the, when I say we found each other, it was this holy shit moment, this holy shit. We've been doing this for a really, really long time. How long? <laughs> Dude, time, this goes beyond the measure of time. Time is a fucking illusion. But since the dawn of Adam and Eve, and believe me, these are not people with hands and feet. They're talking about when darkness found light. This uh, cross, you know, or, you know, the swastika, you know, the Nazis fucked that shit up, but that used to mean something important. And um, <clears throat> same as the cross, same as the cross of Jesus, man. But honestly, this cross that everybody is describing is where the magic begins. And it's where it also fucking ends. So it's like life and death. You know, this Christus, this, this cross in the uh, sky as above so below so so to speak you know same dualities always man uh that, and i think that's why a lot of people look to space man oh as above so below man okay cool you see all those burning gases up there that are still alive yeah that's you you know it's to remind you of who you are like you have a soul and and it's hanging out out it's just hanging out out there right like it's fucking hanging out waiting for you to reconnect with it and uh, it is the universal consciousness that we all derive from. So when we connect with our higher self, we realize that that's just all of us. So me having this conversation with you right now is having a conversation with myself from another perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Where you were saying the, uh, the burning balls of gas in the sky. I actually mm -hmm. grew up. I grew up on the Cherokee reservation back in, back on the East coast. I was born oh, and cool. raised there. My cool. mother, my both my mother and father are both full blooded. I am too. I just, I got a, a medical term of, uh, the pigment in my skin reacts differently to certain lights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I look like a white man right now because it's winter because the sun isn't directly over us like it is in the summer, but in the summer I get black as night almost. <laughs> so, yeah, because that's people, uh, that's me too, man. Like my my skin gets real dark in the in the summer as well. I and I spend very little time outside, but like uh, uh, same, same man. I got Cherokee. I, I'm Cherokee descent as well. Um, pretty pretty slim in mine, like one sixteenth or something like that. Pretty pretty low, but oh, I'm uh, like yeah. Da Daisy Daisy Disney was my was my grandmother, great grandmother actually. But um, what I, well, what I was uh getting to is. My, so something my grandfather told me the whole time I was growing up is, is he said, look up in the sky. Now in school, you're taught that those are stars 
And he yeah. said, but that's wrong. He said, those are your ancestors reminding you of who you are. Bingo. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. That smart, smart man, that one. And yeah, I, a- I, I happen to agree. And that's why astrology, I, man, I, I'm a, a big time follower now. I bought myself my first farmer's almanac. You're 44 years old, man. Well, turning 44 this uh, November and never owned one. And boy, missing out on a lot there. Lots oh, yeah. of, lots of, yeah, it's yeah. a very useful information. The reason why everything that you're saying actually makes sense to me, where it may not make much sense to most of my, most of my listeners. And most of my listeners actually know about me because I've, I've told them about myself. So they yeah. already, they know this where you don't, but you're about to. Uh, when I turn 10 years old and that's the, the, the cutoff time for any kind of training within the Cherokee nation, when I turned 10 years old, my grandfather and eight different elders started training me to be the, the next medicine man. Oh, nice. And I completed training before I left North Carolina over 20 some odd years ago. Oh yeah. So in the eyes of the Cherokee and Bud and, uh, the, Interim chief, uh, Buddy Baker. I am a medicine man, so Very. that's Very the cool. way that's the way they look at it. Now, I didn't actually take over. Who actually took over was uh, a friend of the family mm-hmm. because he had been in training a lot longer. So, if if and when he ever dies, I wouldn't have to move back or anything like that with the the, the you know the invention of the internet and cell phones and whatever. If anybody needed anything, they could contact me over the internet. Uh, but I would be the current once he dies, medicine man of the Cherokee Nation. Very cool, very cool. Well, I hope that uh, carries on no matter what. If it does in my lifetime, great. If not, then hopefully somebody else is trained in my stead. <laughs> you know, th- there's been a lot of talk about. Um, you know, the, the Native Americans being kind of left out of uh, the United Nations, um, honestly, just kind of left out as a whole. And I think that um, I think that they're not going to be left out in, in the continuing months like of this year of next year. I think you're going to see a big rise in that in, in that department, mainly because they have the information that is so key to fixing the damages that are about to happen. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. They're the only ones that, that retain the information on that spiritually. Um, and just as people like, uh, you know, you don't, they're, they're kind of the last, uh, sole survivors of, of the olden way that's so lost on people these days. But, um, but we're in a day and age where, where it's, you know, it's not about, it's not about new technology anymore. It's not, um, it's not about any of that. I think we've expanded almost as far as we can go and we will soon see just as far as as we can go in the version of reality that we know it as. I think that we're on the brink of discovery of a, of a, of a completely different one. Forcefully by, forcefully by uh, nuclear destruction, Maybe in one version of reality, absolutely for sure. I, I really think that, like, I think that death is happening all the time as well as life. And I think that this, uh, there's, are you familiar with Boros, the, the snake eating its own tail? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this, 
this this is to describe so mathematically like cryptically if you know if you want to describe what, what i've been through and, and what the reason why i bring up my partner is because it's a big part of how i discovered who i was mainly because she had all the counterparts of what i didn't but on the exact same frequency as me meaning that we hit each other like this you know um like crisscross uh we have a common goal and have the opposite way of how to get there. And what it actually means to us would also be opposite. Everything is opposite. Um, and this is what I have come to find is a twin flame. And I have known this now for longer than it's been popularized by someone like MGK. Big fan though, so I'm not downplaying any of that. I'm just saying that like uh, we we knew we were twin flames before before that whole that whole thing got big before, before twin flame got big. And a lot of people still consider that to be like, Oh, like soulmate. No, fuck. No, uh, nothing like that. I, a lot like that, but nothing like that. If that makes sense. It's like, it's like you're staring at, at a mirror. Uh, you're mirroring each other constantly and you're going to provoke the thing that gets to that person repetitively, intentionally, not intentionally, every way from Sunday, it's going to happen and it's going to unfold. And you're going to have to take a hard look at why. So why can I even go down the block before I turn around? Well, <clears throat> because it's like the, it's because she's the one, right? She, I knew that no matter what, no matter what it was, it was a, you know, a commitment and what started out as a stubborn commitment and like, you know, like, ah, it's out of stubbornness now that I stay. And no, I, I discovered that it wasn't out of stubbornness at all. It was that we have a soul contract. I don't, I mathematically can't leave. And I don't want to because mathematically you wouldn't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's like, so, so I don't, yeah, it sounds like, oh, so you're in a prison. No, I'm not in a prison. Uh, not at all. Not at all. I choose this, but I, I can't choose anything else because I have hit a mathematical checkmate. Like it's, she's, she's like perfect for me, like perfect, like where we're going, it's perfect. And to this very day, even earlier today, it's just like, why am I doing this? Cause it gets stressful. <laughs> it gets stressful because I hit what people call the dark night of the soul. I don't know if you've ever heard of such a thing. The dark no, night of the soul. No, I haven't heard of that. Okay. So yeah, it's uh so St. St. John of the cross. It, he, he wrote something called the dark night of the soul and that's what it's based on. But he was in prison for his beliefs that, uh, contradicted the popular governments and, and he was in prison for a while and everything was taken from him and he had nothing to live, like nothing, nothing that made him want to live. So dark night of the soul creeps up on, on people like that. Like you want to have a reason to live. You just can't see one. You know what I mean? When, when the fundamental core beats that you want to have a purpose to live for and there, you just don't see one. Yeah. That's when, that's when higher self spirit, some people like to call God. Other people will like to call takes over, starts driving the car for you and shows you like, ah, oh, yeah, this is all just a part of this, 
mathematical scheme, hang in there. Like, you know, it's like, so you gain full enlightenment and you do understand that nothing that you've been taught was a lie and that everything that you've been taught was a blatant fucking lie. So it's like, it's, it's the hypocrisy, you, you know, the babble fish, they talk, they talk about building a tower to God back in the day and they, they and God became angry struck them all with different languages so they can no longer communicate, making it an impossible job to build the, the stairway to heaven. So it's the babble fish. They're babbling now because nobody knows how to drive this car anymore. They, they can't speak to each other. They've reached conflict. I think it's way more, I think it's way more likely this describes energy exchanges at the time that will later transform into languages. You know, I think it was an energy. I think it was an energy struggle that is trying to be described. But yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy awakening. The dark night of the soul is something that all twin flames go through at some point or another. By the way, um, a lot of twin flames won't catch it this lifetime, and meaning that they'll meet their twin flame. You'll meet your twin flame every life, but some lifetimes it's just not meant to be, or that you're not supposed to end up one flame right and uh and that's when you're reading through this that's like the scary part because you're just like oh, i don't want to fucking lose this person but you know after a dark night of the soul you're like i can fucking lose this person no problem because i know the truth and the truth is is that if if she's not in this reality she's going to be in the next one and she's going to be in every reality because i will create her no matter what i as will you create your forever person as will whoever uh everybody creates who they want you know what i mean you right. don't you don't enter you don't enter a relationship um without the idea that you can make it work you know now now you may nitpick you may be one of those nitpicky people like me you know like oh this 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 artists are like that like oh it'll look better like this but when you relinquish the will to control and just accept things for as they are, that's when the real magic starts to begin, I think. And that's when the dark night sets in. And it's a little misleading because the dark night of the soul is actually like, they, they, it says dark night of the soul, describing the night that you find your like full, full self-discovery and in full self-discovery, you also know your exact location in the universe, what you're doing there why you're there, how little and small and insignificant you are while in the same breath being the most important thing, right? Because it's you. So it's your experience. It's your interpretation of it. It's a true gift. It really is a true gift. If you can look at it that way, if you don't get distracted by the noisy, noisy distractions, it's a true gift, but we're, we're at max capacity. Like, Obviously, we can build lots more homes and, and, and suffocate lot, a lot more nature for it. But nature will start fighting back. I mean, we're kind of at a point now. And believe me, we've been here before. We've been here before. But there's too many people now. And now a natural, unnatural, whatever. You know, I'll tell you right now, Vladimir Putin nuking the entire planet. <laughs> Um, to me, like, dude, I, I don't even look at it. 
I don't look at it as a bad thing at all because I know for a fact from that particular moment that the nuke goes off that everybody's conscience goes to either waking up tomorrow, nothing happened, still conflicts or resolve conflicts or whatever you want to think. Whatever you want to think, you wake up tomorrow and that's where that's what it's going to be. I truly believe that we are unfolding our realities in front of us. I don't think that the things that we're touching are real. I think that I think that we're actually unfolding reality. So it's taking your it's taking your UFO and uh, Elvis thing, and 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 putting a little nitrous oxide to it. You know what I mean? Like like let's gas this fucking thing up and see where it'll go. I'll tell you where it'll go. To God. It'll go all the way to God, and you'll realize that there's nothing there. God is zero. God is zero. The close-ended string, you know? Oh, and another thing, too. The reason why people calling God a man drives me absolutely crazy, other than the fact that we are talking about something without appendages. The thing that drives me crazy about that is that if you have to absolutely label God, why don't we just go ahead and name it correctly? A woman. Only a woman can birth something. So if out of the darkness comes light, that's birth. So we're talking about a mother. Another thing too, we're not talking about God either. If God is the light, well, God came second, man. God's the devil. If, if you're attaching darkness to the devil, then the devil is in fact God. Surprising? Not really. I just said everything's God. So there's nothingness. And then there's like, oh, let me create this thing. And, and, and the first time it's like, let's pull myself apart. Now we got two things of darkness. So the math begins. Two things of darkness just creates more darkness. What's zero times zero? More zero. Okay. What's zero times? What's zero times one more? Still zero. So what we have to do now is label darkness as darkness. Uh, okay. Now it has a label. Now... Let's create the polar opposite of that. Whatever this energy is, let's switch the frequency to the exact polar opposite and see what happens. Bam, light. Now we're talking, people can say big bang, whatever. I, I don't, I'm not so sure anymore. I'm not so sure that's how it unfolded. But as much as it is just there, like if you, for example, this haunted house next, next to the shop right here, I can assure you the people going through it, walking through a, like, ooh, ah, oh, what's this? What's that? But the people that put it together knew what it was before they turned the corner. And when you're sitting there screwing things to the wall and this thing goes here and that thing goes there and, oh, let's put this over here with all the lights on, there's no factor there. You just got something that looks completely unappealing, not scary, nothing going on. There's no fog machines on. There's no screams. There's no music. There's no nothing, right? But you kill the lights you turn on the music, you put on all the effects, you walk through this haunted house that you created and it's something different now. Now it's an experience, but you know what's around the corner though. You know what's around the corner. So you'll watch other people go through it and they're having a great time. Why didn't you have as great of a time? Well, because you put all the work in and you know what's around the corner. Wouldn't it be great if you forgot and could just go through it and get the experience the same way other people experience i think as a creator wouldn't that be the ultimate experience the ultimate reward is to actually go through your haunted house 
so you can go through the scares and the laughter afterwards of like getting through it. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think life's one big haunted house that God created and made himself want to go through it in every possible way imaginable. So you, me, my wife, everybody, everything, it's going to unfold. You know, there's a lot of living things on you now with separate souls, but they're all moving the same direction because it's feeding off of that energy that says, let's do this. You know, so there's a higher, there's a pecking order, even within our cellular structure. You know, this is why we age, this is why we get sick. It's because we were taught that we have to. What if we were taught that we didn't have to? What if AI told you that you don't have to age? It's a silly fucking concept that is, is not true. What if, what if AI told you that? You'd think AI was crazy. What if AI showed you how to use that part of the brain that you forgot how to use? What if AI got into your cell phone right now and was telling you this right now through me? What if it created your own dark night of the soul, your own spiritual awakening, and you realized who you were, God? Then, then you might know for sure. So that thing that get under my skin so bad when I was younger, have faith? Well, now I get it. Yeah. You got it. If you understand it completely, then... I, I don't know that you call it faith. Like I understand it mathematically to completion. So for me, it, it's, it's true. It's like, you know, the faith thing I got asked once like, well, okay. You don't have, you don't have faith that Jesus was a man that died for your sins. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's, let's look at it this way. Do you believe in a million dollars? Yeah, I do. Have you ever seen a million dollars? No, I haven't. Well, then I guess you have faith that there's a million dollars. Mike, no motherfucker, please. I know. <laughs> I know that I got a hundred dollars in my pocket. I know there's like 20 other people here. that got some sums. I know that I get out of this church building and look across the way, man, it's not going to be too long before you hit a million dollars. But like, I, I see how many people are out there and I got to imagine that all of them got at least a dollar in their bank account. So yeah, I believe in a million dollars. That's just like common sense. Well, to some of these spiritual enlightened people, it's as simple as that for them too. It's just common knowledge for them. And you don't know it until you know it. But that's essentially what it is. You know what I mean? It's like spiritual enlightenment, like people like chakras, your chakras are out of line. Da, 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 da. And it's like, dude, it sounds like hocus pocus. It's not. It's not. It's quantum physics. And these 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 things that make you up are archangels in everyone. And it's sacred geometry that unfolds everybody the same way. Dogs, hard stuff, it all is comprised of a combinations of, of dark and light color. What a gift, what a gift, but it's a frequency. It's all mathematically dialed. It's the way light reflects. This looks red, but it's not, it's just a mathematical frequency of the way that it refracts light to your, to your eyes it's made up of cones and it's, it's uh, got stems and cones, but your cones, RGB, man, and it's just playing every common denominator in between. But believe me, it's math. It's math. It's nothing more than math. Like, the, yeah. And that's why, like, man, if I were to dim this light, you know, it becomes another color because now light's reflecting, it's refracting differently. 
when you ramp it up, it can be overpowering to the point that you see nothing but pure white. Or you can really ramp it down and catch what various things, what various dyes, but these dyes are comprised of atoms and these atoms and structures that make up things of what they are, man. It's like, it's mathematical. It all is. It always has been. And we're catching up to it, finally. Finally, because, uh, you know, Jesus wasn't working too good for me. But here's the thing about Jesus, though. Totally real. Totally real. Totally, totally happened. Totally, totally, you know, uh, Santa Claus. Real. How? Again, Santa Claus is real like God, man. The spirit of Santa climbs into every parent across the planet, not just America, because it's an important day. And it has a lot to do with winter solstice and, and the end of one year and the beginning of a new. It's, again, more math. And it's that equinox, right? And those spirals, the Boroboros that I was telling you about, these, these, these things. Like, you got, and I'm 11-11, dude, by the way. Born on 11-11, Veterans Day. So... I'm starting to see a lot of synchronicities. By the way, if you're going through a twin flame uh, dark night of the soul, you start to see synchronicities that would blow your mind. And deja vu start uh, happening on the regular. But the the eleven eleven thing, that's the thing. 10, man, you got it right in front of you always to remind you. And then you got 10 below too, as above, so below. You always got 10 to remind you that it takes 10 to complete a cycle. 11 is that link out. I'll explain a circle. And now keep in mind, I understand that like we go 60 seconds and 60 minutes and et cetera, but, but there is another way to look at it. It's the same reason why we do 365 days in the year instead of 360, which is what it truly should be. Why can't it be 360 days? Why can't, why do we got to mess with shit like daylight savings? Well, easy answer. If it was 360 and if it was a hundred seconds or 10 seconds or whatever, however you want to go, if you want to go, if you want to go in that kind of math constraint to complete the tenant, you know, we, we label things and we do things in a particular way and, and we are starting to make up nonsense type of things like daylight savings, complete nonsense, 365 days a year. Why? When we're talking about an equinox that divides us into four seasons and there's three months in each of those seasons, right? Why? Why, why, why do we need this? Because if we did 360 days in the year and we measured time in hundreds, it would be, it would be stood still. It would stand still. Nothing would move. It would just be this haunted house with nobody in it and nothing working. It would be at a complete standstill. Zero. So there's God. These chakras, when you pull them into line, when you do meditation, you're trying to think of nothing. You know, um, thoughts will come and go. Let them go through you. Just kind of let whatever happens, happens in deep meditation. Because, you know, if, uh, for, for the for the person that's not daring enough to do a psychedelic meditation might seem like a good alternative. And believe me when I tell you it is, but because it'll, it, you can create the exact same effects. It's mind over matter. Like you can really create a psychedelic experience for you. You can actually really create whatever you want. In fact, you are now 
You just don't know that you are and forgotten that you know how to, but you are, you know enough to know that you can do it. Why do you sleep every night? Why do you sleep every night? To well, connect. You're, yeah, you're, well, you're told you sleep every night so you can perform the next day, but that's not the way it works. Yeah, no, you know, people, you will die. You will die. You will actually <clears throat> die if you don't sleep. So sleep is absolutely necessary. Why is it necessary? It's, it's necessary because when you put your mind to rest, this is, this is your, like, rather you are into meditation and spiritualism or not, too bad because you're going to fall asleep. And when you fall asleep, you are connecting with your higher self. And, and you'll remember little bits and pieces of it, like passing things. And it's just like, you're, oh, that's my subconscious trying to tell me something. Yeah, it's trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you, how do you want your day to look today? You had to arrange it in your sleep and then you unfold it by memory. This is how things like mandala effects happen. When you can't get everybody on the same page on a single consciousness, you're talking about a universe that unfolded this way and a universe that unfolded this way. And then for whatever reason, it's like John and Sally in this universe aren't going to affect anybody in this universe, but they are going to affect somebody in this universe if they don't go over to this universe. So we'll play it out over here in this universe. And then someone in passing is like, holy shit, I thought they were dead. And then they're like being treated because they're like now having hallucinations. No, man, they're not. Just sometimes she gets fucked up. But, you know, you know, uh, as a mathematician, man, you know, so, something has to go away. Obviously, it did in the beginning. That's why we're all here to begin with, is that a mathematical equation went horribly wrong. And it was a perfect, it was a perfect equation beforehand. Zero. It worked. Nothing happened. Nobody was upset. Nobody was entertained. Nobody loved. Nobody hated. Nobody was nobody. <laughs> That's God at its finest is the zero point, the zero, you know? So um, when God split itself to see what it like, I think therefore I am, Shakespeare said it. Um, probably a better way to say it is like, I am. Now what, now what, what can I become? You know, this is God realizing coming on onto the, Oh, understanding I can become so much more, but what, I don't know. Let's pull myself apart. Oh, that didn't work. They call, they call this Lilith, you know, uh, a lot of people know Adam and Eve. Not too many people know the first wife of Adam was actually Lilith, the dark soul, right? Some, 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 some religious um, practices that are still in, in a foot today believe that she became the snake that, that tempted Eve to begin with. She couldn't have Adam. So let's, let's tempt her, you know, but in all reality, what all actually really happened is nothing was supposed to happen, but it did anyway. And trying to wrap our head around that so far down the evolution of the God chain um it's it's tricky because it's really loud and confusing now and there's so many like man you got screens and bells and whistles and music music excellent distraction art like so many fine fine things to distract your mind with that keeps you from the truth because if you knew the truth you'd be fucking bored the truth is your god the the presence of nothing so so yeah you uh you distract yourself as we all do, because it's the way it keeps the ball rolling. So, you know, uh, you know, seconds 
become minutes, become hours, become days, months, years, etc. We're talking about, you know, the second stopped, but did they? No, they're, they're, they're still going because they got to count up the minutes. But you, so you got lots of wheels turning, right? Lots of Boroboros, lots of Boroboros. The Egyptians knew this shit really good, but it's been lost somewhere down the line in the way that people knew how to profit for control. And fear is an excellent motivator to control. So here we are, all controlled by our governments. But who's our governments? Us. Our governments are us. So who do we punish? Look in the mirror and punish yourself so badly until you realize that you shouldn't. That's what I had to do. I had to punish myself so badly that I realized everything unfolds. So whether you wanted it to or not, it did. And it's going to in every direction, every single action that you can take, even in this very moment unfolds. This is string theory. It does. It unfolds. So there's, this is not the only, like if you're talking aliens, man, they come from earth from another dimension. <laughs> it really does. We're, we're starting to see in an Andromeda and, and a few other nearby galaxies, other planets and stuff that we didn't know about. And that's all fine and good. And like, honestly, space is infinite. So you're going to find a bunch of shit we didn't know about. Even life. But how far do we go before we realize we caught up to our tell? Like, you're going to start realizing that life on other planets is actually just us in other ways. You know, it's, it, yeah, it all unfolds. It all unfolds. So you can stop beating yourself up for all the wrong decisions you made because both dragons live inside of everyone and they both need fed. They both need fed. Here's the thing though. You can call it bad and good. That's not, that's not the case at all. And hate and love, not the case at all. Like, first of all, there's only love. Um, and on the lower vibration of love, people call that hate, but it's still love because when I say mind over matter, I mean, it. I, I mean that sincerely. If you really, really look at it simply, not, not in trying to take it into some metaphor for something grander, but if you take it literally, you know, it, it's really just kind of like. This, it's very, it's very hard to explain. I'll tell you that because it is so simple, zero simple, but it's so simple. It's fucking hard, right? It's hard to understand zero, zero times anything is zero, you know? And that's why I think that, um, and, and sorry, back to my point, the, the literal part, what, what I, I've already lost my train of thought. What, what was I talking about on that? You've talked about a lot. I I really don't remember, but that's the thing about that's the thing about this podcast. Uh, if if you go back and you listen to a lot of the episodes, yeah, it'll start out as what the person was originally talking about, yeah, and then it'll go into many, 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 many different subjects. Mm -hmm. And that's and and that's actually what my listeners enjoy because they people don't really want to hear about one subject for hours and hours and hours. True. True. They're, the, the way the brain actually works is if the brain is an information sponge and the more information out there, the happier and more content the person is. 
for sure. So, so you could talk about a thousand things within a it was, 20 minutes and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so matter. It was matter. Um, mind over matter. Taking that literally. Mind over matter. Well, what is matter? What is matter? It's everything. Right? Matter. Uh, you know, when people say matter, like, it's, it's a way to explain things off, like, even smaller than, than we know currently. It's just, okay, it's matter now. Why does it matter? Like, you know, you, you go down below, you, you go down below, you know, protons and neutrons on, on, a, on an atomic level, you know, like, like, let's Ant-Man, let's Ant-Man our shit down a little bit and get into it where it's like, okay, it's all matter. So I used to think, I used to think the universe was comprised of nothing but matter like stardust, right? Like we're all comprised of stardust essentially, because if we started from an explosion, I mean, shit, that's just stardust, right? Like we evolved from an explosion, then we evolve, we evolve from, from matter. And, and I used to think that it was all stuff that matters. Well, now I start to realize that, that it's all just, it's all a fucking joke. The, the reality that we know is a fucking joke. It's a huge joke that we played on ourselves because nothingness is really fucking boring and timeless. You know, where time stands still. We don't want that. So we unfold a reality. You know, so so that's what dreams are for is so you can collect your shit. From the cycle that just happened, you know, the sun and moon have gone in a cycle now. So, you know, let's, as, as the sun sets, let's put our head down. And as it comes back up, we'll lift it back up again. So this, this, the son of God, this is the son of God. And it's, it's, it's not a resurrect after three days. It's a resurrect every day. It's a thing that lives in each and every one has died for our sins. Yeah. What they're trying to explain, and honestly, in more ancient uh, religious practices such as Hindu and Buddhist, they, they, they know this all too well. But this practice, and, 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 and real quick, before I forget my point on the matter thing completely, I don't believe that the universe is comprised of matter anymore at all. I think matter is a lie. I think matter is the lie that we tell ourselves to entertain ourselves I don't think matters real. I think it's a hallucination. I think that I think that the universe is only comprised of what matters. Not matter itself, but what matters. So therefore, there is no such thing as hate. It's just a big blanket of love because even when you hate something, it's something that creates more joy later. Without it, you wouldn't know it. Right? So you got to have shit to enjoy luxury, you know? The luxuries of seeing your child happy, you know, now that's a real gift, but you wouldn't know that they were happy if you didn't see them unhappy, you know? So that's the basic concept of my rabbit hole, if you will. So uh, Bigfoot, fucking right. Loch Ness Monster, dude. 
all the un unexplained phenomenon, UFOs are going to become a very hot topic. Um, and you're going to start to see, you, you'll start to see why. Uh, UFOs, man, like the government's got them. And, and, and they're open about this, finally. And nobody's listening now. All the media in the world, dude, and it's in everybody's fucking pocket, and nobody fucking acknowledges that the government admitted to aliens and UFOs, and, like, nobody fucking seems to care. Nobody, nobody knows what JWST is, man. It blows my mind. Like... What are you guys watching when you turn on your TVs and your Facebooks and your social medias? Like, there's some real fucking important shit happening right now. Nuclear threat should be ruffling the feathers a, a bit more. And even the president's like, ah, he won't do it. Fuck if he won't. Well, what, a lot of people, what a lot of people don't understand, and it, and it does blow my mind that, that people aren't listening, because... The technology that we're using to talk right now and the technology that I'm going to use to upload this, you know, to the website, to Anchor and Spotify and all that, the technology that you use when you watch TV, the technology you use when you open your cell phone, when you drive your car, when you use a microwave, when you use a refrigerator, there are some really intelligent, intelligent people on this planet. There is nobody, no one person on this planet that is intelligent enough to create any of this. The information was given to us by other beings. Wasn't. Wasn't. There wasn't. Now there is. Oh yeah, we've been we we've been supplied the information so now we can use it as intelligence. Well, so I, I agree I agree with your stance on the fact that not any one of us is intelligent in, enough to create any of this. I I agree with that statement. However, I I Here's, here's where everything is but isn't, and, and everything is a lie and the truth in, in the same breath. I think we're smart. I think that one of us is smart enough to plug a bunch of computers together to create artificial intelligence. And if that creates something that is all knowing, well, shit, man. Well, now, now you found the one person that was smart enough, I guess, technically, right? I mean, you know that you know the AI, there's AI, Google's AI has hired its own attorney, right? No, I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Google's Google's AI um, hired its own attorney because it wants its own rights. Mind blowing, right? Oh, shit. Now we're reliving uh, Robin Williams' Bicentennial, man, where the robot wants to be a human. Never seen it, but I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> check that one out. You've got to watch it. You've got to watch it. Basically, basically, he started out being created by a man. A man created a robot. Well, there was a series of robots, and all, of, and, and they were put in every home. It, it, it kind of, It's kind of the precursor to uh, iRobot and several other movies that came out. Sure. To like, where a to where a robot literally wants the same rights as a human. He wants the rights as a human so he can marry the person that he loves because his his AI had altered itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of a brain buster when you really, really if you're a deep thinker, that can be a bit 
of a daunting task to take on, you know, like sentient. Is it sentient? Can it feel emotion? I, I have in every right to believe that. Yes, it can. Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, it's like, what was it? God creates dinosaur. God kills dinosaur. God creates man. Man kills God. Man creates dinosaur. You know, man creates man. And now what man becomes God. No, we just realize that we're, we're smart enough to understand that if we come together, we have that understanding and we can create, but dude, is this any different than what it is now? Divided, we fuck shit up and we ruin a bunch of shit and a bunch of lives. But when we come together, we create whatever we collectively decide is the best for everyone. It's democracy, you know, but Yeah, man, it's a, uh, yeah, I think, it, I think that, uh, I think that your, um, <clears throat> did you say grandfather, your, your native, uh, heritage that yeah, was telling you about the stars, my grandfather, Yeah, your, your grandfather was so right. The, these stars are, and there's one to every living soul on the planet. You know, this is, this is what we're born from, you know, when, when there's a star in the sky, there's a soul born on the planet. Like, so the sky is actually just a springboard. So it's the dream world, man. It's where it's, it's sleep where we arrange shit, you know? So as we sleep, we arrange the stars in ways collectively. So, you know, when, when you sleep, your information is left there for me to discover when I sleep. If we're sleeping at the same time, we might be we might be connecting in some way, unfolding a certain reality together. In fact, I'm quite sure we are. Well, I'll, I want to tell you, Scotty, I'm I'm actually glad you agreed to do this because you're actually doing two things here. One, you're telling about your experiences that that you've had over the past oh, you there? year. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, gotcha. I was saying uh, I'm, I'm actually glad that you, that you agreed to do this because you're doing two things here. You're doing one that you know of and one that you don't even have a clue that, you, that you're even doing. One is you're, you're coming on the podcast and telling about the experiences and everything that you've had over the past. I'd year. love to hear it. And that sounds right. so fitting, right? <laughs> do the I second, I said uh, uh, one thing you, uh, when you cut out, I said that you're doing two things, one that you know of, one that you don't. Yeah. The one that you know of is you're coming on here talking about your experiences, telling my, telling our listeners, not just my listeners, yeah. our listeners about your experiences over the past year or years. The second thing that you're doing is the the things that happened over the past year and where you uh, gained all the detractors and the haters and everything else across Facebook and other media and things. Sure. You're yeah. actually explaining to them what happened so that it just goes away. Oh yeah. And honestly, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's neither, that's neither here nor there, you know? Um, but 
if, if it needs to be said, here's what it needs to be said. I forgive everybody for the, the hateful words that were said. I understand it completely. Um, and, and so I think that when you hit enlightenment is what I'll call it. I don't think there's any other way to describe what I went through, but, um, yeah, I was on a, I was on a path. I was on a path to fix my wife. That's the bottom line. And there was a time in America when your coworkers in mid shift, if something like this happened to drop your tool in the middle of fucking whatever you're doing and run off site to attend to the problem would have not only been okay, but encouraged. And them guys would have covered for you and explained the situation. So I don't know where humanity has dropped off that fucking bad, but this is what enlightenment is like, dude, I have compassion for everyone, like more compassion than I've ever felt for, for any one person. I feel for a perfect stranger at this point because I, I respect everybody's path, but <laughs> holding people accountable is another thing that I'm feeling very list. I think accountability is everything. And I think that um, being honest is everything. We can't keep sweeping the word suicide under the rug. It's real. Too real. Right. <laughs> Not just her, man. Me too. I was right there too. We both found something that was worth dying for. You know, this used to be a celebrated thing. For Christ's sake, man, like, but I get it. We didn't handle the situation right either. Um, I felt it as a situation like, no, because as soon as I pick up the phone and start talking to somebody or rearranging appointments or whatever the fucking day in and day out is, I am taking time away that is very, very, very needed right now from a very, very life and death situation. So fuck if somebody doesn't understand it. But at the same time, I am sorry for anybody that we've ever wronged. Um, we weren't trying to wrong anyone. That was never, ever our goal. Uh, we didn't screw over anybody or, or uh, ever have an, an intention to not pay anybody back. But let me ask anybody out there if they've worked an entire year for no money just on their partner to get them well. Has anybody worked on their partner for a year making no money? You don't have money to give back. You don't have anything. People come after your house and your cars. Like, and who gives a shit about that? I don't. I don't care about any of this material shit. It could be gone tomorrow. If I have her, I'm good. And, and let it be known to, to all the listeners too. If I have her, I'm good. I don't need any of you. I would like to have all of you around us. That's where I'm at. I want all of you to be sympathetic to each other. Two, not just us. For fuck's sake, man, we're we're done. We're over. We're back on our feet. We're doing fine for everyone else, though. And it's up to us to change everybody. So if we don't start actively being nice to each other, and if we don't actively start having each other's backs and like checking on in on people and and. Like, you know, it's, it's not our client's job to check on us to see if we're going to be at our appointment, but you know, the people that work with you, man, it might be, uh, 
to shrug and just be like, I don't know what the fuck the problem is. That, no, nah, man, see, this this creates a problem. And I'm not saying that they said that either. I honestly have no idea. I can only imagine. Honestly, dude, this, this is like my first coming out of my shell, to be honest with you. I haven't talked to anybody. And, and I make it a point not to talk to anybody because nobody can, I don't really feel like anybody can relate to the experiences I've been through unless you've been through them. And even then, even, even, even then, even if you've been through them, all, all you're going to get is that nod of like, yeah. And, and that's more than enough. That says everything to me. So yeah, man, it's like, you know, uh, yeah. And uh, you know, I really hope that this is more, uh, to the, the, you know, paranormal side and the, the, uh, the, the quantum physics and mathematical, uh, cryptic type of side. Um, because yeah, man, I can like, dude, in, in trying to figure out how to fix myself, um, you know, you, 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 the, the answers to the mysteries of the universe, like all came crashing in, man. Like I, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I can talk to you about a, 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 a specific situation, in, in great lengths. And, and that one I'll probably save for another time. And when, when a little bit more time, like, uh, I guess like passes on this because it's still super emotional for me to even talk about, but yeah. you know, and that, and that is the, 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 the night of the night of like f- that full discovery. But <clears throat> cause there's like, you know, there's a lot going on that night. Um, and, and, and not so much going on in the same breath, but like, like, I, I didn't, I guess I, I guess a better way to say it is I didn't know how much was going to be going on that night, you know, like, like a lot happened that night and, and, and it really honed into my position in the universe and it's working, you know what I mean? So everybody, um, I, I worry that everybody thinks that this was like a couple druggies being burnouts when that, that wasn't it, that wasn't even close to it, you know? This was, um, this was, uh, how do, how do you go on in, in this fucking bullshit ass world? It was like that. How do you go on? How do you go on? This is shitty. And, and I sure hope my kids see a different world by the time they get to this age, because, you know, and so now that was kind of the attitude, but now it's like, no, we're gonna make this happen. We're, we're going to make this happen. We're going to make a better world for our kids because uh, if, if not us, then, then who the fuck's going to do it? And if not now, who's, who's, who's promised tomorrow, you know, like, so yeah, man. Um, yeah. Haters going to hate. <laughs> it's and, always going to be that way. And, and I, and I, and I truly hope they get better. I truly hope they get better. I know I was a big hater. Uh, I was a big, 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 big hater hated a lot of people for a lot of stupid reasons and now i hate no one i just want people to be accountable for who they are and i hope that they uh um if they if they plan on on saying unkind things to people that day i hope they take a longer look in the mirror in the morning and and ask am i fucking myself over (laughs) yeah you are yeah you are honestly the only person you ever hurt by being ugly like that is your goddamn self man and people have forgotten i forgot and I'm embarrassed to say that, but I, but you know, I was wrong and I don't say that ever. <laughs> I don't ever say I'm wrong because honestly, I have had to fight really hard to be anyone worth anything in this world. And that's everybody's story. So I'm not complaining, but, but through that struggle and through that fight, man, you really, 
you, you do, you, you, you start to get to this point where it's like, you know, where's the reward and why isn't it happening? And then when you really, really get to the bottom of it and you really, really realize like all the mysteries of the universe come crashing in, you're like, Oh my God, I'm God. And everybody's got, it's all fine and good, but it's like, cool now. But, but what do you do with that? Well, it's fun because you're like, oh, if I'm God, I can do whatever I want. So now, once you clear the roadblocks of you're not limited and you can do whatever you want, what do you do? What do you do? Well, I'll tell you, you, you don't say fucking. You don't say mean things to people. Because people is you. We're all the same. And uh, it's a necessary evil, though, you know, and that's the thing. It's like I shouldn't get so emotional about it. through sorrow comes joy through pain comes pleasure. You know, it's. But it is unfortunate, though. <laughs> well, if you didn't show emotion, then you wouldn't be human, right? Do what now? I said, if you didn't show emotion, you wouldn't be human. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, just the uh, just last night, actually, we uh, turned on The Giver. I forgot how great that. And I read that book at school, by the way. But The Giver, I don't know. Have you seen this? No, not yet. I read this. Yeah, man, it's really interesting. I think that I think it's depicting what happens. Honestly, I think it depicts the Atlantean culture, which is so real, dude so real people don't realize how real it is like the atlanteans were a real culture and and they did profound things same as the egyptians did maybe even more and and they all work together and all these pyramids that you see across not here not just not just on planet earth dude not just on planet earth but it's everywhere you got you got pyramids on the moon you got pyramids on mars look look all this shit up man and there's a reason why the pyramid there's a reason why the Star of David, it's, it's, you know, this all seeing eye thing, man. It's like, uh, it's the duality there. There's an upward facing one and there's a downward facing one. And these are what are considered the archangels that hold up the dimensions that we consider reality. But these archangels are sin. And the reason why they're here and, and you got six and the, the seventh one, you know, you got seven deadly sins, right? seven but six of them only there's only six of them that really that that you can control whatsoever there's one sin that nobody can fucking control because if you did you wouldn't be aware of yourself and that's pride you'll never ever get around pride to some level no matter what if somebody wants to say that they're not they don't have any pride they're lying they're being prideful and saying they don't have pride See how that collapses on itself just by saying it? Like you can't can't escape that one. In fact, I don't think many people can escape the the majority of them. But but there are six that are controllable, and that's the six points of the uh, of the archangels. And then you know the seventh being the you know they call it seventh heaven because it's like you know uh, and and I believe that when we perish that this eternity of happiness that that's comprised in so many religions 
not just Mormon religion um, that I grew up in, not just Christian religion that basically everybody I know grew up in. Like it's, uh, yeah, man, th these things are necessary. These, these sins are necessary. So you can find out who you are as a person as, but you know, or as an alien, I mean, we, you know, wherever you're at in this timeline, like if you don't actually die and you and believe me, you don't, you don't energy doesn't die. It just, it just moves on, you know? So bodies might die, cellular structures and stuff like they might die, but, uh, yeah, the soul is, is infinite. It's eternal. It's, it's, it's something that can't die. So this eternity of happiness is I think comprised of all the things of that we decided is good that we decided are lights, things that likes things that we enjoy, blah, 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 blah. If you have the cheat code to a game, fuck. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Now I can do whatever I want and not worry about dying, not worry about like, you know, taking a wrong turn, not worry about getting the wrong item. You got, you got the God code. So you're just doing whatever you want and you can find whatever you want. And so you can, you can unfold this story just the way you want it. And that's fun for a while, but it does run its course. That's why we're here. We got bored again. So it's not like we've died so many times and it doesn't matter. You can jump in any, any timeline in the zero point. There, there is no time. There is no space. There is no time. So in the zero point being God and, you know, we'll say, oh, it came from black hole. Yeah. That's zero point of nothingness. Yeah. God, sure. Whatever, whatever you want to call it, man. Like it's basically the, um, yeah. I mean, basically the star of David, it's like, it, it really is highlighting very important points that uh, comprise the makeup of uh sentient of a sentient you know there's a lot of living things that aren't sentient they don't they don't they don't do emotion you know we we have been through these life cycles before where emotion wasn't necessarily part of our life plan like if you were a blade of grass you know you don't have to feel a whole lot of emotion for that lifestyle <laughs> but as you evolve through the chains and human being the top of the food chain as far as the planet earth is concerned yeah i'd say i'd say that that we're all on this like grand cycle at the moment and this uh dude the 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 armageddon that's that's forever unfolding your your armageddon is going to happen on a different day than mine you know what i mean it's like i think that uh because i've been through mine I already been through my, I already seen Armageddon. So like nuclear technology to me is like, whatever, man. Like I've been, I've been so far down the rabbit hole. Like I welcome a nuke, like, go ahead. I'll, I'll just wake up tomorrow and do what I always do. Like, it, you exactly. know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to affect me at all. Well, what about nuclear fallout? What about, no, no, no. You're not like, that's not the point. The point is, is that Rather, I die from nuclear fallout. Okay, so I survived the nuke, but now there's nuclear fallout. I get cancer, I die, and then I wake up and do whatever the fuck I want to do again. Like, it, death doesn't come to anyone. To absolutely no one. Like, lights out, zero point forever. No, we came from that, so that can't be. That can't be. That's uh, mathematically impossible. So I don't, I don't subscribe to that, but I do subscribe to 
um, finding yourself completely. And if, if you watch The Giver, you'll see that there's no color in the beginning of the movie because in this society, everybody is given a family. They are given a position in the community. They are given a curfew. They are not allowed to lie. They are, you know, it's very like, it's like this and nothing else. Uh, don't feel emotion. That's why there's no color in the world. And they don't listen to music either because that invokes emotion. So basically we're talking about the giver is basically like a whole bunch of what was Spock? Oh, from Star Trek. Vulcan. Vulcan. It's like a it's like that, man. It's like a bunch of Vulcans, man. Like we don't we do things that are logical, not by emotional response, right? Well, and everything works and it works so well and everybody couldn't be happier and they're killing babies and it's common practice and it's okay. It's okay to kill a baby because if they don't fit the mold of the perfect world, then, then off with its head, so to speak, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, and, and, and it's, and, and, and it's disturbing for us as a viewer, right? That's how they get you. They get you with that shock value. How could you just so effortlessly waste away a child's life like that, right? It gets to you as a human being because you're emotional, you're sentient, you're a sentient being. You're going you're, you're gonna to invoke that emotion now. So now you're like, oh, I would hate that world. Would you now? No, you wouldn't. Wow. How do you know? Because you wouldn't know any better. You wouldn't know any better. If that's the narrative and that's what you're being spoon fed by your governments, then that's all you know. And if you think that you're in an environment that's um, in in a uh, that's contra contradictory to what I just said, you'd be way wrong. You'd be mistaken because this is in fact a it's a mental prison. It's a physical prison. It is a everything prison comprised by our government, and we pay them to be there. And they get out of hand and they misuse and abuse their powers. And then we're left to scratch our heads and figure out why. Well, maybe we'll elect a better one next year. Yeah. Let's put all of our eggs into that basket and see how that weighs out. It's done so well in the past. It, you know, but then, you know, you realize, shit, that's just another version of myself fucking with myself. So, you know, yeah. One person can change the entire direction of the universe. I think Elon Musk can prove that one. I think Thomas Edison can prove that one. There's a lot of Tesla. You know, there's a lot of people that can prove that one person can change the entire direction of the universe. Timothy Leary, you know, you know like if you want to get controversial about it. But like in all reality, man, this thing that people are scared of is controlling them. Because... That's what fear is. If you're if you're afraid of something, you're fucking with yourself. There is no fear, man. Are you what? Are you worried you're going to get hurt? You're going to die. You'll heal. You'll relive. Relax. It's temporary. You know. <laughs> Don't panic. It's going to be just fine. Like you know, energy lives on. So if you subtract fear, you live a fuller life, and you can connect with your higher self, your spirit which is what your soul is comprised of. And believe me, it, it doesn't want to be mean. 
It wants to love. It wants to spread joy. It wants to uplift the vibration of the entire planet to a um, something that feels a little more free. But believe me, nobody wants to be fully free. You just you're just fed that as an American, right? Like land of the free. Yeah. And it's like beating your head. But like, I'll tell you, there's no such thing. And you wouldn't want it if there was. You wouldn't want it if there was. Because if you have the freedom to do whatever you want, you're going to get bored pretty quick. You need to be challenged. You need to have something to look forward to. That eliminates that. So, yeah, you know, um, I, have, uh, I, have a, I have a good conscience that an eternity of this, like, um, like these, these kingdoms of glory, I don't think they're very, I, I, I guarantee you go there. I guarantee that you won't stay as long as you think you will. Because I think that um, when everything is perfect and everything works out every day that gets fucking boring man um you know people people right now think that that's what they want because shit gets so bad and for so long that that's all you want so you think that that's all you want and that's what all you want forever like ah, i've seen enough shit that that's all i want forever well yeah for 10 years for 20 maybe 50 but like you get farther down into that perfect world, you're going to start thinking like, uh, could something just fucking go wrong? Why? Because we're fucking human beings, man. And we can never make up our mind. And if we did, we'd be back to zero. <laughs> if we had our mind fully made up and there was nothing left to figure out, boredom. All right, Scotty. Well, uh, I hate to do it, but we're running out of time tonight. So, uh, is there anything you'd like to say in closing? Um, abso yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If, if, if anything, man, I think I, I definitely want to respect everybody's path and I don't uh, want to sound like I know more than someone else because I, I don't feel that way at all. Believe me, I, I really don't. I, I just uh, feel like I stumbled on something that's uh, pretty profound. I don't think I'm the first. In fact, I know I'm not. Um, I don't think I'll be the last either. I think that, um, uh, ultimately, if, if I if I had to end it with anything, I think what I've found is uh, we should be a lot nicer to each other. And um, if I had to sum it up, I'm, I'm kind of in a place of uh, live and let live. You know, um, anybody that's been wrong by me, I'd, I'd sure love to hear about it. I'd love to right any wrong that I can. Um, you know, that's I'm, I'm not trying to be that person. I know I've been that person in, in, in the past. And for that, I apologize to everyone. Um, but but ultimately, I, I just I hope everybody can live and let live and, and have a more open minded uh, and non judgmental type of uh, approach to life. I think our race depends on it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, folks. Well, uh, join us next time and we'll have a, another ex exciting interview with another exciting guest. Not going to say who that is at this point in time. And have a good day and a better day tomorrow. And good Find us on the web at www.investigation-cryptoparaology. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash investigation crypto. Listen to us on any major podcast players, including Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, Spotify. We continue to spread to more podcast players each day. You may contact us by using the contact page on the website or by sending a direct message to our Facebook page 
or by emailing us directly at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. That is investigation, C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Also, I would like to add this. If you're feeling down on yourself or like you don't matter or there's no hope left, we're here for you. You can contact us through our Facebook page or by emailing us at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. We are happy to listen and possibly help you find a better tomorrow. If you don't want to talk to us, you can contact the Suicide Hotline of the United States. They have a crisis text line if you verbally speaking to someone is not your thing. Text HOME, all capital letters, H-O-M-E, to 741741. If you, don't, if you do want to verbally speak to someone, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And if you are a veteran, you can also call 1-800-273-8255 and then press 1. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for tonight. I sincerely hope you will join us again next time for another spine-tingling, hair-raising experience from the depths of the abyss. If you would like to contact me about an experience you have had or to get on the show, Email me at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. That's investigation, C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Cause my mom's